Welcome to Talk Purpose and Truth with Eden and Kim, shifting you into higher consciousness. The show that elevates, uplifts, and encourages listeners to grow, heal, awaken, and evolve. Eden and Kim include bold topics, special interviews with inspiring guests, intuitive readings, channeled messages from beyond, including celebrities, hot topics to expand your awareness, and time for questions from the audience. Tune in for unprecedented truth, authenticity, on purpose discussions, and magical moments. Hi, everybody. It's Kim and Eden with Talk Purpose and Truth. Thanks for being here. Thanks for listening. Uh, we're going to go right into our guest today because we have a really fabulous, excellent, amazing guest um, with lots of great topics to discuss. So, Eden, take it away. All right. Hey, everybody. Glad you guys are here listening. I'm excited. Brianna, are you? Is it Brianna or Brianna? Brianna. Okay, Brianna. <laughs> You'll find out in a minute why I'm excited <laughs> to talk to you. Okay, um, so I'm going to read a little bit about you. Um, so Brianna is a Minnesota native. We seem to always attract those Minnesotan Minnesotians. <laughs> yeah, um, Brianna Brown Keen. She's an award-winning actress who has worked for over two decades in Hollywood with projects ranging from top-grossing feature films to Emmy-winning television shows to indie projects she has produced. She's often recognized for her roles on Dynasty, and that's the most recent Dynasty, correct? Okay. Devious Maids, General Hospital, and Homeland, and GH is my favorite show of all time. So I know you from your villain role on there. (laughs) Um, So Brianna is the founder and CEO of the 501c3 nonprofit organization, The New Hollywood, which was established in 2006 that is dedicated to supporting socially conscious storytellers and changing change makers through goals and grants. Brianna is also the chair ambassador for the National Women's History Museum, a public speaker on the topic, Manifesting Your Mission, offers in-person and online workshops, as well as small group accountability coaching using the method within Manifesting Your Mission. Nice. Welcome. Yes. (laughs) You have a full plate. (laughs) Fire. Yeah. Yeah. So, well, well, I just, you know, sh- shout outs to your hat, your old show, General Hospital. Like I said, it's my favorite. So I have to establish that we met with, we are, we had a couple guests on from GH um, in the past. I don't know if you worked with them. It was Kiko Ellsworth and Sarah Delane. No, I don't think they were. Okay. Like, I think I, it was before her. I think they were before you. Yeah. Yeah. Anyways, but yeah, so it's an honor to have you no matter what, whether you're on my favorite show or anything. It's just really yeah, great I to watched, have you here. I watched Devious <laughs> Maids and, and love that show. So I wish it was still on. I yeah. That's a fun show and a fun role. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, that was great. That was a good show too. Um, and you got to work with, um, well, I, I want to call her Erica. Oh, Susan Lucci. Susan Lucci, yes. Oh, yeah. Did I work with her on General Hospital? I don't think I've worked with her. I don't have any scenes with her on General Hospital, but I, I, I did. we did work together on um, on Devious Maids. I don't even know if, yes, we did have a couple scenes with Devious Maids. Oh, yeah. yeah. She was, I thought she was All My Children. 
No. Yes. My mind. <laughs> but I felt like I knew her before. She's years. iconic. So maybe everyone. Well, knew you her. got. Yeah. Yeah. So Anyways. <laughs> Definitely. Okay. So um, you have an extensive career already. What have been some of your most unique and challenging roles? You know, I was thinking about this question and, you know, especially with what your topic of your podcast is, I, you know, there's been lots of different roles that have been challenged, like, oh, this character was a little more challenging or this character was more fun. Like, I really love the role on Eastsiders that I did, which is an LGBT Emmy um, winning series. And I got to play something really opposite type, which was fun mm. because it was super quirky and um, she was very, like all over the place. And it's just different than kind of some of the soapy or things that I've, you know, I've done in the last um, handful of years. So that was really a fun role to get to play. And, and then there was other, other roles that were challenging for various reasons. But as I was thinking about it, I'm like, well, what is the most challenging thing? And again, like with what your platform is, and I feel like, you know, once you have the craft and put in your 10,000 hours as an actor or for any artist or even probably entrepreneur, the real challenges become, you know, interpersonal. Um, they become how you deal with conflict with other people, how you deal with travel, time management, like all the things that like, I feel like most people are just not taught that are the most profound in being successful. So, mm. you know, I feel like when it's like, well, what is the most challenging thing? I'm like, well, the acting is like easy. It's dealing mm. with people, but it's the problem. Yeah. Dealing I get with that. Um, time management of like, how can I prep this and do this and make sure this other area of my life is, you know, not sinking, you know, or how do I travel? To, how am I traveling back and forth between two cities? You know, I, mm -hmm. I think that those are the things that I, I found as I became more confident and, and um, competent in my craft that were the most um, challenging. Yeah, I, yeah, that's interesting because today I read um, a little article with Lady Gaga saying that partly what would cause her still even anxiety and depression is she'd wake up and go, wait a minute, I'm lady, I'm this person that's supposed to be an icon and I have to like keep up with this insane schedule and I don't know if I really want that. I didn't realize mm -hmm. it was all of that. <laughs> and so it reminds me, I mean, of course, you know, she's doing amazing things in the world, but it, it makes us all say, okay, well, then I'm not feeling guilty for going, I have kids, I don't know if I really want to be traveling all over the place. You know what I mean? Yeah. Right. I think that's why, like, um, in the guidebook that I, that I wrote, and it has you, like, look at what you want every year, because we change. What I wanted five years ago, what I wanted 10 years ago, what I'm going to want five years from now, like, it, it, it evolves, you know? Mm -hmm. When I was younger, I was all about playing soccer, like, now I could care less about playing soccer. <laughs> yeah. So I think like, like you said, it's, you know, a lot of times these things we say, oh, this is what I want. And then you actually get behind the, the smoke and mirrors and you say, oh, hmm, is this what I want now that I know what this is? You know, and mm. I think that's a real uh, turning point for me, is especially when I decided how, you know, I want to be a mom, how involved do I want to be as a mom? you know, what kind of roles do I want to take? What kind of roles do I want to be putting out in the world? You know, things like that. So it's like, what is my legacy as a person versus I just want to go from job to job to job and be kind of like unconscious about it. So, mm -hmm. um, you know, I think that those are the, those are the real challenges as we evolve and, you know, want to have a full life. 
Right. Yeah. I love that. Cause it's like, what, what does it really mean? Instead of just achieve, achieve, achieve. It's like, let's mm-hmm. choose the things that I, that, that I feel have meaning. So that's, yeah. that's a great point for any purpose or career. Yeah. Yeah. I think people get really like, you know, set on an idea of something and they want it, want it, want it. And then they're not even fully living their life until they achieve that thing. And then they get it and they realize, oh, this isn't necessarily everything I want. I remember reading about an actress, um, I won't name her, but you know, she won, she won her Oscar and she went home and like was alone in a hotel room crying and her, you know, that her like, her husband had cheated on her and they weren't together. Like, it's, just, it's just like, you know, not that that means that for everybody, but just that, that just because someone is in the pinnacle of the limelight or just because it looks a certain way, doesn't mean that that person's life is all of that. And I think that that's why it's so important to be really conscious about what you're creating and, you know, how you decide to manifest what you, what your purpose is along the way. Right. It's just like you said, smoking behind the smoke and mirrors. So, yeah. totally. And of course, there's so many great things with any fun career, you know, so I, could, I could go off and tell a million stories about that, but <laughs> particularly for about this, you know, what you guys get to, which is kind of more the meat and potatoes of life, like what mm-hmm. these things that I think are, are worth kind of mentioning as well, because, you know, all you're seeing with artists on social media is their highlight reel. Right. Oh, yeah. Absolutely. Unless, unless they're vulnerable enough to, <laughs> to let some stuff out and be real, you know? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like you. Um, so <laughs> I remember, I remember years ago seeing you speak do kind of like an inspirational speaking talk at our friend Pina's event and going, wow, like she's into enlightenment and the law of attraction. It was just such a great talk. And I'm sure you're even way more evolved now. Um, but you, part of that is you're the founder of the new Hollywood. So can you tell us a little bit more about that and how it helps other women in the industry? Um, okay. Well, it began in 2006. So it's, uh, the organization began then and really began out of necessity for needing to find like-minded people, artists, entrepreneurs, change makers, people who wanted to be cheerleaders for, themselves and cheerleaders for each other and then also had a drive to do something bigger than themselves. And so that that's what founded the nonprofit the New Hollywood, which is kind of said in like tongue in cheek at the time, like, oh the new Hollywood, you know. Eating mm-hmm. it kind of stuck. I was like, I kinda like that. Um and over the years we've done all sorts of different programs from helping um we have a mentorship program that we do to help uh, socially conscious storytellers in, in the entertainment industry. I really think that we have to lift up people who are socially conscious um, storytellers and entrepreneurs and change makers to be able to um, achieve what they want to achieve. Sometimes they don't necessarily feel that they're as like entitled as someone who's say a narcissist, you know, who may right, say like, right. and you know, someone else might second guess themselves more. So sometimes they just don't know what they don't know yet. So, um, so we have that, we have, um, we have different like challenges that we do. Like right now we're doing a finish the year strong challenge, uh, with just members. Normally we do it, um, with non-members as well, but because of COVID we're adapting. (laughs) Um, and you know, the, the proceeds go to help foster youth and we do different things to help have a give back aspect. So it's not just me, 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 but I'm a real big believer that in order to lead, you have to lead by example. Um, and, and then it's better if you're with a like-minded tribe, that's so much more 
you know, ripples of change can happen. So it began with women. There's now men as well. And um, it's a really fun community that, um, that I built originally out of necessity and, and also to just to help kind of navigate, especially when I was in my twenties, um, just all the predators in Hollywood, you know, yeah. trying to find people who were safe and, um, more conscious and, you know, who, who had a goal that wasn't just to be famous, but to be an artist. And I think mm. that's, uh, you know, that's where, what, what kind of was drawn to me and, um, and then now there's a lot more entrepreneurs as well, which is cool. Are there other, are, are there other um, actors in the community with you? Yeah. Or okay. There's definitely a bunch of, there's a bunch of handful of actors. We've had casting directors, directors, producers, writers. Um, we've also had business owners, publicists, speakers. We've had a, we have a, like a plethora. The, 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 the real core is, are you a, are you goal oriented? And I want to be a change maker in the world. And how, mm. how do you, that you know mm -hmm. uh, whether that's a small, small simple changes or you know people that are doing really profound profound things that's so important yeah I feel uh -huh. like it's it reminds me of um the other night we were I was hosting um we are part of the imperfectly perfect campaign and it's a global campaign to reduce the stigma around mental health and suicide and a lot of um celebrity faces and influencers go on there and tell vulnerable stories through video and social media. And we did a webinar and Jeremy Jackson from Baywatch was on and he was saying that he wishes all the other child actors and teen actors, like he's even thinking of coaching them on all the things to watch out for because they're not taught, you know? So much isn't taught and yet it's crazy. It's like so much isn't taught and then these kids or young people who aren't fully developed yet. I mean, the brain doesn't fully develop till 25, 27. Like these young people are like suddenly put on a pedestal and everything is being idolized, scrutinized, or um, people are trying to replicate. And that's a lot of pressure if you don't have people who really have your back. And the truth is, is management and team, they are getting a certain percentage. So as long as you're making money, they're not gonna, they're not gonna necessarily put out the flames, you know, which is what we've seen with some girls who've gone so downhill you know, with mm. drugs, or alcohol, or whatever. It's like, who was there to stop them? And it's like, well, yeah, you know, some of these people need guidance instead right. of, you know. And is that is that part of what your community is doing? You know, or I, other, yeah. I, Go ahead. Different people like different people with their platforms. They do what they want to do. Whereas we're kind of a base of like whatever your socially conscious thing we're we're supporting on a on a base oh. level. You know, so. Okay. Um, and obviously we try to lead by example um, with social media and how we do our social. But, you know, it's like, um, it's like how the news, you know, the news, it's like, it's like what's the most exciting or the most shocking is what, yeah. and, you know, it's a, it's a crazy thing. Um, I don't know if you guys have seen yet the do new documentary that just came out. It's called The Social Dilemma and it's on oh, Netflix. No. It's all about. It's all about how fake news spreads like seven times faster than real news. How oh, yeah. put in your Google search, um, it will the it will change based on what they already know about you. So it's why that we have people are so divided with facts. Yeah. So yeah. Really fascinating why there's so much depression and anxiety based on the like button. <laughs> what that does to our brains. It's really right. That that it's reminds me of I, I, I know skipping forward in, in our little lineup here of questions, but it makes me think of Naya Rivera um, mm -hmm. because I just read 
that it came out that she had, it said in the article or the, 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 um, the post before you actually click on it, it's like clickbait. It says that she was, they, they found drugs in her system and alcohol, drugs and alcohol in her system. But then if you click on the, the link, you can read the entire article and it explains what that was. And she was on sinus medication and the, the amount of alcohol, it's really immeasurable. Um, and they just kind of throw that in. So it's, it's not fact, mm. and, but, but it just reminds me of that. And it's sad because, you know, they want to take away that or, or make it seem like there was another reason why she passed away other than just accidental. They want to make her look bad. Yeah. Well, ratings, you know, it's a, it's a, it's a problem. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> now it's like yeah. why more people are doing more and more shocking things to get attention. And it's like, yeah. what is it about? Okay. I, I spoke at, um, Twitter a handful of years ago at a, on a panel and it was about um, your digital footprint. And it was interesting. The, a lot of the people were like, well, we need, we need uh, celebrities and influencers to like help change the way. And I went on the panel toward the end. I said, no, 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 no. You don't understand. They're the ones caught the most in the gerbil wheel. They're the mm, ones yeah. who may or may not get jobs based on that. So mm -hmm. it really is the requirement of parents um, and teachers and, and teaching values and ethics and saying like this, we don't highlight this, this behavior is inappropriate mm -hmm. and unfollow them. Don't watch their crazy reality show. Like this is not worth replicating. It's, it's chaos, you know? So right. I, it's a really interesting thing. It's like, everyone's trying to like put off the responsibility for someone else to teach their kids. And I'm like, or just get them off social media. Yeah. So that? Like, it's a hard thing. I don't know, but like, yeah, well, and the scary thing is if they, if they do this one thing, then they're going to try to top that and top that and top that. And all that's left is them to crash. I mean, eventually, cause you can't just keep getting weirder and crazier and wilder. And then, you know what I mean? It's just really scary. It's really scary because there's a lot of young girls that are doing things that are really close to replicating porn. And it's like the yeah. more than you know, porn, the more they're being more and more shocking, the more and more people are doing, you know, are, you know, you know, doing things that like they wouldn't necessarily do to their bodies if they didn't feel wildly insecure, you know, yeah. like it's like this, it's this crazy domino effect and suddenly people's values and their purpose are put on this path that is so superficial and mm -hmm. will, and will always, and will never be enough. It will right. never be fulfilling enough, yeah. you know? You know, and it's like this, this, and that's why I think this documentary is really fascinating. And I think that this kind of basically saying like, it's really social media is really messed up humanity. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, yeah. I mean, just in our little Kim has this ex experience with her daughters and friend, their friends and I do too, but it's, it's something that our girls are experiencing on a personal level with their, with their girlfriends too. Like seeing and their friends do yeah destruct in many ways yeah yeah on luckily not media. them thank god no <laughs> our girls aren't doing it <laughs> but i talk to them you know what it is though i talk to them about all of it like even if some of it's kind of like oh that might be rated r i just tell them because then they'll know they're not going to be sheltered and then they would be more likely to do it because they're sheltered so i feel like it is you know for we do have a lot of moms listening is, is, you know, if you don't know how to talk to them, talk to somebody who can help you talk to them, but it's so important, you know? Yeah. Yeah. And I also think it's really important because you get more of whatever your feed is. If it's like, there are people, 
and this is something I remember when I spoke on the twit on the Twitter panel, I was like, you know, as a parent, like find people that you find are that you think are really inspiring, like the National Women's History Museum, which I'm uh, which some of the chair ambassador, like they highlight different women throughout history, like that's an interesting thing for girls and boys to be able to follow and read about, like who are inspiring people that are of the similar age or age range, like follow those people. They might not have like a million followers because they're not necessarily putting out provocative material or whatever is getting that person millions of followers. But, you know, if you do have that, you'll have more and more in your feed that's beneficial. It's, you know, feeding your brain. Right. <laughs> it's a very yeah. good, good tip. Very good tip. You know, well, okay. So speaking I, 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 of, you guys need to make. I remember <laughs> you need to make a list of like fifteen to thirty people that everyone should be following because they're change makers of a certain age or whatever, and and tell them to follow oh, those. Yeah, people, you know. Yeah. Good. That's point. a great idea. Okay. Well, speaking of social media, on a on a different note, um, in in today's times in social media, there's so much judgment, like we talked about, and bullying and ridicule, yeah. uh, making people feel bad about themselves. Um, right. I, an ex a great example of that is um, with Chadwick. Oh, what is his last name? The wonderful actor that just passed away yeah. recently from cancer. Um, well, there's an, uh, something that was, a, I think it was a Twitter post, and they posted pictures of him where he had lost so much weight, a ton of weight. Mm -hmm. And cancer, on there, right? people were bullying. What'd you say? Due to cancer, but people didn't know. Yeah, yeah, but people didn't know, so they were they were making comments about how about his weight loss and making fun of him. Mm -hmm. um, so that that went on, and that that came out after he passed away. But it's just so sad. So I have a little bit uh, something to read um, about someone who posted and and defended him. It says Chadwick was trolled, bullied, and called names on the internet for losing weight when in fact he was dying. Never ridicule a pain you have never encountered. People are silently fighting battles that you don't know of. If you can't help them or even pray for them, then don't call them names. So I think that's just. And this is common. Absolutely. I mean, it's, 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 uh, I see it a lot when celebrities have a mental health episode or a bipolar episode or, and people just are like, oh, they're, you know, I mean, I'm guilty. I'm, I'm sure in the past I've done it. You know, you get caught up in it and go, ah, they're, they're so annoying. They're crazy. And then you go, oh my God, I didn't know they were going through that. You know, right. so we all, we all have to be careful of that. And the guy, Too quick to remember judge. I told you, remember I told you, I saw an actor talk about I, the other guy in the movie with Chadwick, um, one of Chadwick's movies. I don't want to name his name, but um, he was a fellow actor with Chadwick and later on Access Hollywood or ET or whatever, he admitted, he said, I feel so bad because he was my good friend on the set. And I would talk crap about him and say, oh, his wife is coddling him. Why is she always there taking care of him? He's so, you know, he's he thinks he's all A-list or whatever. And he said, oh, my God, I just want to apologize to him up there because I was judging. And it was because he was doing work anyway, even though he had stage four cancer. You know, quick to judge, quick too quick. Well, I think that's that's hitting on like a bigger issue of like what happened to Tanner's what happened to the golden rule, you know, what happened, like, you don't, you know, if you don't have anything nice to say, don't say anything at all. You know, of course we're going to judge as part of our human, you know, it's part of our brain to judge or make assumptions. But I think that it's a bigger issue around, 
you know, why, why are people spending so much time online, wasting their precious time and energy, spouting out negativity? What are they not mm -hmm. looking at within their life that yeah. needs addressed? Because if you have all this time to spew out hate online, what, what pain are you not looking at within yourself? Why are you, why are you putting it out with someone else that has nothing to do with your life? You, you know, and it's yeah. not, yeah. It's, it's not there. It, he's not on a reality show. So he doesn't nobody. And even if he was on a reality show, he's, you know, um, it's not anyone's business what's going on with someone's life behind scenes. So why do people feel so entitled to that information as if like, oh, well, if I would have known, I wouldn't have been an asshole. It's like, well, how about you just don't be an asshole? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. and, um, and why don't you focus on your life and be like oh that's weird he's really thin hmm. okay that's I wonder if something's going on you know and mm -hmm. go to what's important in your life <laughs> you yeah. know instead of taking the time and energy to be angry and hateful and it's just it's just so interesting because it doesn't align with most people's values and yet their actions um online atrocious it's like right you know? It's like have some you experience that with with especially playing the villain, like in real life, have people treated you strange or treated you like you were that character? Yeah, there were a handful, especially when I was on General Hospital, I had a handful of people that were um, kind of nasty online. But you know, it's like you just don't give them oxygen. You know, you just like don't acknowledge them. Um, and I've had online stalkers and some that were really a little scary. But I think that um, you know, once I remember like being at a signing event and I was the villain on the show and I was currently on the show. And so my line, you know, everyone was there um, of, of the cast and my line was really short, even though I was like, a really, even though I was a really <laughs> villain, like, I'm a villain, you know, and then I was, I was like, oh, okay. You know, um, but then I remember when I was off the show and I came back and I was actually then on Devious Maids and, you know, my line was like the, one of the longest, you know, it's like, oh, yeah. Not really like her, you know. Or I've yeah. I had one at a fashion fashion week in New York. Like so, this is like a hoity-toity event, and this woman, you know, is like beautiful woman walks up to me and she's like, you know, with a lot of sass, she's like, I don't like you, you know. Oh, <laughs> and I got her. And wow. I, said, I was like, oh, well, thank you, because <laughs> it like obviously meant I did a good job, and um, she. Sure kind of took a, took a step back, looked at me and she's like, you know, I like you. I'm like, you think I'm walking around with syringes and trying to give people HIV? It doesn't, it literally doesn't even make sense. Oh <laughs> You're God. coming between Pat, Patrick and Robin there. You don't, anybody who does that, it's not okay. I, 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 was, like, I was like, didn't he probably get HIV by sleeping with her and having a baby? I know. Like, I'm gonna, <laughs> blood and trying to inject well, I'm gonna take her blood and inject into him. I was like, okay. <laughs> yeah, it means you're doing a good job because I was yeah. telling her that we we've been watching the Cobra Kai on Netflix. Um and Billy or Billy Zabka or William Zabka, he's playing such yeah. a kind of like a loser bad guy. And just like he did, you know, in the in the karate kid. And I I my daughter and I were curious, we're looking him up and we're like, oh he's this normal dad and like nice guy and you forget because they're doing <laughs> such a good job playing yeah. the role yeah. yeah well i think that's right because there there are a lot of actors who are are playing things 
similar to themselves, but a majority, especially the ones that are real artists, are not. So, and yeah. it's like the blurry line now with actors and reality TV show, reality stars, and suddenly actors are now forced to kind of be more like reality stars, which is not what majority of us signed up for or even want to be doing, but there's kind of a requirement now. Um, not kind of, there is. There's like a mm -hmm. live tweet during your show and you have to interact oh, wow. with people need to expose, you know, parts of your life to have enough followers. So it's just like, it's a thing that's just so evolved from the past, over the past five to 10 years. Um, and some of it's really fun, but also, but some of it's like, mm, and maybe I don't want to show my kid constantly, or maybe I don't want to show certain parts of my life because I want to have privacy, you know? Yeah. <laughs> I don't, I want to pretend to be other people. I want to be an artist, but I don't necessarily want to be like, and here's everything in my life. Right. <laughs> yeah. But it comes to yeah. so much. Um, <laughs> so uh, back to what we were talking about earlier with Naya Rivera. So you did work with her for a mm -hmm. short time, right? On Devious Maids. Yeah. We had a handful of scenes together. Okay. Um, yeah. And so, um, and she was, she was flying in and out while we were shooting in Atlanta and she seemed really nice. We, uh, my scenes with her were really intense. So it was like, I'm sobbing the whole time, <laughs> you know, I was sobbing. Yeah. And I remember, I remember the one thing I remember other than her being nice was um, I remember her like eating like food that was like real food. Like it was like a grilled cheese sandwich or something like that. And most time you see actresses, especially like beautiful actresses and they're not usually, usually see them eating, you know, <laughs> you know it's, it's like they're probably eating in their trailer or they have like a special diet or whatever. And I remember being like, Oh my God, like she is like eating, like, that's she's, like really loving that. I was like, that's great. And then later I found out she was pregnant. I was like, Oh, well that makes oh. sense. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, Oh, okay. I get it now. So I was like, you know, it's like, that, how funny that as an actress to another actress, I'm just like, damn, she's really eating that grilled cheese. Like most, most actresses are like, I don't know. <laughs> Dipping bone broth and you know. <laughs> oh my gosh! <laughs> you know. Well, did you eat like that when you were pregnant? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Me too. Because you're human, not just yeah. an actress, you know. Yeah. Well, you're and you human. don't want to starve the fetus, but you know. Yeah. Yeah. That's true. <laughs> so, what oh are you God. doing now? Like during COVID, how are you? You know, are you able to work on anything? What are your projects now? Well, the, um, the acting stuff is just the, the industry is just starting to come back. So that's, that's, you know, to be determined. Um, there's actually my, my husband and I, and this other writer, um, have put together a film that we're going to be get, piling, you know, getting the right, everyone, the right producers and director and cast together. So that's really exciting. There's a lot of momentum with that, that we mm -hmm. put that's just as of very recently. So um, it's called Crutches, the film called Crutches. So we'll see what ends up happening with that. Um, I'm still running my nonprofit. We've been doing the things by mostly by Zoom. <laughs> so, yeah. 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 We'll see it's working I'm though. I know. It's, well, yeah. it is and isn't, but <laughs> it, you know, it, <laughs> it's doing what it's doing. Um, and then um, the big thing I'm doing is I'm doing a huge revamp for my book, um, Manifesting Your Mission guidebook. And um, this year I'm doing a big, big revamp, which I'm really excited about because uh, during COVID, um, I offered a free uh, Zoom Zoom like workshop, you know, to kind of mm -hmm. like back and to do in lieu of our mentorship event. And it was really great to get the feedback and see what worked. And then from that, I ended up doing a little, a couple like small accountability coaching groups. And it's been really fulfilling to do that during COVID. Because I'm like, well, what can I do? How can I help? And right. seeing people going from being like really in despair to being like really productive. So um, yeah, 
that's a lot of a lot of my book manifesting your mission and then um and then there's some other projects that i've got oh and then there's things that like we're doing um uh finish the year strong like i said to help like raise money for foster uh items for foster youth and then um and we did a, we did it one of those earlier this year um and um and some stuff with the National Women's History Museum. So we're doing a, like a vote campaign thing that I'm helping put together with the other ambassadors. Mm -hmm. so, that's amazing. And your mom. <laughs> that's a big one. <laughs> so that's, that's awesome. And um, you're like an inspirational speaker and life coach as well. I mean, naturally. So um, we can't wait to hear when the new new version of the book comes out. Yeah, it'll be out. Um, you can pre-order it, but it's it comes out in January because it's an annual. Oh, perfect. Okay. Yeah. And it's on Amazon, BarnesandNoble.com. Um, I put it actually through my website because I don't like the way the binding is through Amazon. <laughs> oh, okay. Okay. It'll have well, a can you, well, now that we're at that place, then can you give everybody how to follow you, find you, your website, anything like okay, that? Okay. Yeah. Um, yeah, so my website is Brianna Brown, um, keen.com and then, uh, my it's the new Hollywood.org and it's in the shop on that, or it's in the shop in my website, um, on Instagram, which is what I'm, I'm mainly on is, um, at, uh, uh Brianna Brown keen and, um, yeah. And then the shop is, uh, actually M Y M. So manifesting your mission dot Brianna Brown keen.com. Awesome. All right. Very good. Well, Thank you so much. Um, you're just so, you have so much wisdom at such a young age already, you know what I mean? And so wait 20 more years, she'll be like guru more, you know, it's so awesome. So thank you for being on our show. And um, oh, you're I, I love it because we've never really gotten deep into that kind of talk before. So it's going to help so yeah. many people, so the social media and your kids and all of that. So thank you. Yeah, you're yeah. Welcome yeah so stay well and stay healthy good luck with everything that you're doing thank you you too <laughs> okay bye thank everybody. you bye bye everyone for more information on eden go to edensustin.com for more information on kim go to kimlifecoach.com Make sure to follow them on Instagram, Twitter, and Facebook at Talk Purpose and Truth Podcast. If you loved this episode, you'll love every episode. So be sure to subscribe so you don't miss anything. Thank you for listening. <laughs>